Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City as well as YouTube. What a week it is for all sports fans. My goodness, last night it started. It started with a big Monday night matchup, Lamar versus Mahomes. We'll get into that in a couple minutes. We got the MLB playoffs starting today. And then the NBA Finals, no surprise to Trev. The Lakers and Heat are playing tomorrow. But what a week, like I said. We've been going through for the past six months with all no sport, with no sports. Now, we got a new Stanley Cup champion. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning, the first team to win during this entire pandemic. And now we got the NBA Finals. We got the MLB playoffs. Let's bring in the Joseph Aguirre to join us right now because it is postseason time. And we thought, look at this, we've been talking about for a countless amount of times that we all thought, well, baseball looks like it's going to be over. Baseball, this it looks like it's going to, no bubble. They look like they're going to be in trouble. Well, guess what? What I said, we, we're going to get through yeah, the You guys were right. We, we are now in September 29th, almost about to be in October, and we are hitting postseason baseball. Starts today, starts actually in, I think, an hour. Two o'clock, no, oh, two o'clock. I thought it was a 12 hour. o'clock game. I thought it was a 12 o'clock game. I thought it was a 12 o'clock, o'clock game. The Twins are playing first. All right, the Yankees play at seven. The Athletics and White Sox play at five. See, I gotta, I gotta have them cor- correct me on something sometimes. So, you know, what's shocking is the games on ABC. ABC, no, that is kind of shocker. Enough of the TBS crap. Oh, you don't like TBS? I do not like TBS. Well, first of all, it used to be Tom Brenneman, and it'd be like John Smoltz, and I just didn't like. You watch a certain game, and there's a certain feel to it, and I just don't enjoy it. Well, how are you going to feel watching these games today knowing that there's going to be no fans? Is that going to be all right for you? Are you going to deal with postseason baseball like that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just, just, just making sure. But as it, they could do fans. If the NFL could do fans, they could do fans. What do you think about that, Joe? Do you think they should be doing some sort of kind of fans like what the NFL is with baseball? Do you, think, do you think they should incorporate some sort of, ba- of fans in this? Uh, no. I, I I don't think that's necessary. I, I don't like any of this. I don't like the expanded playoffs because, well, I mean, not for nothing. Did you see when Carson Wentz got booed in Philadelphia? I mean, that yeah. was a pretty conscious decision made by their Man. people to the, do the, that. The PA stuff, yeah. The guys yeah. That's pretty I don't impressive. Know. I don't know that I would want – I mean, just just think about it. Some schmuck in some stadium somewhere is going to do something that might in some way – like, I'm not interested in that. I don't I don't need it. I, I'm bothered by the fact that on home runs, you know, we can't – it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell because you don't have the people you, – you can't even gauge where the ball is going to. So having See, fake cutouts, that, that doesn't do anything for me. So it really doesn't. It should be a percentage of people. If the NFL could do it, certain, now, of course, this is all state-governed regulations. But if your state will allow it, they should allow the fans, and they should do a portion of it. Uh, and I think when, that when they do go to the bubble, it would be great. Like, if they're going into Texas, they should allow a certain amount of fans. Anybody can go to the game. 
I think it would be great for baseball to have some type of percentage of fans in the stands instead of the cardboard cutouts and some goof up in the stand pressing the box. Boo! So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Under different circumstances, this is going to be a postseason unlike anything maybe we will ever see well, in our lifetime. Yeah, we have the basketball playoffs. I'm but... talking about baseball right now. It's something that we will – I mean, it's going to be different. you got to think about it. The bubble – the bubble is small. You're, they're in stadiums. So they're going to be in, like, throughout this entire season in empty stadiums with cutouts. So no matter what happens with this postseason, doesn't matter who the champion is, it will always be a year of – I don't know. How do you feel about the If, like, the Dodgers won or the Yankees or the Rays, teams like that, they won. Would you think – hold on. Would you think at the end – people would still always mark it kind of like a, no. an incomplete because of the factor of what everything went on and no. just it, it being a shortened season. Well, how would you feel about that? No, no. I mean, because, right, Teddy, what, what's the what's the point of even playing if we're going to just like, well, it was the 60-game season. I've already seen, you know, where, where DJ LeMahieu, well, you know, it wasn't a full season where he won the batting title. I mean, come on. Why, shut up. Why did, just shut why up. did you – why did you play if you were just going to throw asterisks on everything or do an expanded playoff for, I mean, if, if this is just a one-off season and you're just doing it for fun, then don't count the stats or whatever and say that. Did but, Shane Bieber's eight and one record not count to his career stats? No, right? right. Or, or we just put that in a separate category. No, everything is real. Everything counts. The awards are real. We all understand later on down the road, 50 years from now, Hey, there was a certain thing that occurred throughout the world. And it, it threw a wrench in the system, but guess what? We move forward. They still had a season. Last night, you just said it. You started the show off. Tampa Bay, first team to win a championship. It's a real championship. They held the Stanley Cup. It wasn't a plastic thing out of Cracker Jack box. No, I know. All right? That, that's what that's what it's about. If the Lakers win a championship, it will be a real championship. Yes, there's no fans, but at the end of the day, five on five, nine on nine, pitchers, dodge, dodge, you know, pitching changes, everything that goes into the game is going to be the same. The only difference is there's none of us losers standing in the st sitting in the stands screaming our brains out drunk. That's it. It's still baseball. It's still played with nine innings. There's still 27 outs. Nothing changes. Unless there's a double a double header, then it's seven. Uh, this was my favorite stat of the week. Luke Voigt is the first player since Babe Ruth in 1920 to be the only player in Major League Baseball to hit over 20 home runs in a season. He's the only player in baseball to do it. Yes, no one else hit 20. That's the first time since Babe That's Ruth where Babe, I mean, yeah, you, one guy with more than 20. And, and I'm glad you brought up a Yankee because we're going to get into that right now. And that's one of the big major components going into this postseason is a guy like Voy, who's been massive. Has stepped up to the challenge of losing Stanton, losing Judge, Hicks being out for a Glaber. couple of weeks. Who? Glaber. Glaber, Urshela. Um, you've had – you know the list. It's just – you see a guy like him step up again, coming up big for us throughout the year. Him and DJ are two MVPs coming into the postseason offensively. Do you think he could have hit 50 this year, Joe? If it was a he real definitely could have hit four. Oh, I definitely boy. think he could have hit at least 40, 45. He was Wouldn't you love to see him? You know, look, his numbers over a full season as a Yankee, I believe he had 49 home runs at his first 162 games of actually, you know, actually yeah, being yeah. in the lineup. So, you know, does that mean an automatic 49-50? No, but, I mean, if this guy stays healthy and he hits like he was hitting – there's no reason to think you don't have another 40 home run guy to this already impressive lineup. 
The Yankees, hey, this is it. This is what we were hoping for. We were hoping for better things. Yankees going in a little eh, up and down. Cold, I would say, right now. Losing the series to the Marlins. I know Joe might not think it's a big deal, but anytime you lose to a team like the Marlins, it is a big deal. I told him I, mean, it, was, I thought it was a big deal, too, because you want to go in playing. You want to like, go in, and this is a team that is very talented from top to bottom. That should be one of the odds-on favorites to go in along with the Dodgers and maybe and the Rays as well. Now you're playing against an Indian team that is going in complete opposite. They're going in hot. They're looking like a team that could be a force to reckon with in this AL playoffs. They got maybe the best pitcher in baseball this season in Shane Bieber, who I think should win MVP just because he got the triple crown for pitching. And he was just the most dominant player every time. I know it's a pitcher, and but we've seen Verlander win. We've seen Kershaw win. So Bieber, why can't he be any different? I don't, I don't care. He should be winning MVP. That's just me. The Yankees have a tough uh, series. This is a tough series, plain and simple. But guess what? In 2017, I know this team's a little different, but that 2017, the Indians, was the number one team, and the Yankees pretty much didn't have no shot to many. The Yankees took care of business. This is a golden opportunity to the Yankees to play against a, a veteran team, a team that looks like it's going to break up soon because who knows what the Indians are going to do with Lindor. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to sign him. You know he's going to want a big contract. He deserves it. But they got a tough pitching matchup as well. And we know how the Yankees are against great pitching. Bieber and Carrasco, two games. That's all it could take in this series. And the Yankees got to get out to a quick start. That's my biggest concern is the Yankees getting out to slow starts recently. The Yankees need to jump on Bieber. The Yankees need to jump on Carrasco. And Cole needs to be Cole. This is what we signed them up for, right? This is what we paid $324 million to supposedly the best pitcher to some. This is what we wanted them for. This is what we've been waiting for, and this is what we always use as an excuse the past couple of years. And I know we all have, so I can so don't disagree with me either one of you because we have used it as an excuse. But Yankees didn't have pitching. Well, they have a nice one, two, three going into it. Tanaka, you know how Tanaka is in the postseason, and half quietly has had a pretty impressive season, as you see. I mean, I know it's two, two but three point four seven, three point five six two. I mean, right there, this is a matchup of look at the ERAs. If anything is showing on that screen right there, it means it's going to be a low-scoring affair maybe in this series, which I I'm, I don't know how you feel about that with the Yankees because of the way they play their game and the style of play. I'll tell you one thing. Though, you look at the difference between the aces on both staffs compared to their second, to second and third starters. There's such That's a significant – I know they are, and so is Tanaka. I'm not knocking them. But you, look, but you look at the like top two guys. Good. That's why this game is so important today at 7 o'clock, Cole versus Bieber, because this is a three-game series. This is not a normal five-game set. You lose the first you, one. You lose the first one. Oh, it, yeah. It, you know, you're in elimination game two, and it puts that much more pressure on Tanaka. Now, do I have confidence in Tanaka? Yes. But I'd rather have the 1-0 lead with Tanaka and have to worry about half in game Just three. because you know his history. He's a great postseason pitcher. Joe, I mean, if you had to, I say that it's the Yankees getting out to a quick start. If you had to tell me, one of you guys, what would be your biggest thing going in or biggest subject going in for the Yankees in game one? You got to score runs. Got to score some okay. runs. You, gotta, you know, you got to score runs and you got to score them in key situations. We can't look back tonight and say, we left 12 runners on, on the base paths. Yep. Can't happen. Now, you might only get 12 base runners the whole game on the That's what I'm side. saying. This match, especially with these two guys. And listen, you don't know. You look at Bieber. He's going to win the Cy Young, 8-1. He was the best pitcher in baseball. Triple crown. Without question or doubt this year. Could he have a bad day today? Absolutely. Could Cole have a bad game? Absolutely. 
But sometimes in baseball, you got to make. I think this is what Cole's made for. But you got to make sure. This is me. I think Cole's more made for the postseason than he has a regular season. But you have to make your opportunities as a baseball player. We, if, if, you might have to go a little out. You might have to bunt tonight. Everything might not be swing away and go to the fences. It might have to be move around. You just got to play smart. And Boone, and I always get on Boone, Boone's got to make the right decisions. And I think he made the right decision. You don't have to make the right decision if your players execute. And that's what I'm saying. I think he made a good good decision right off the bat by starting Kyle Kyle Hishigawa over uh, uh, Gary Sanchez. I know it sounds crazy because Gary, when, when he's on, he's on. And he's one of the best, if not the most talented catcher in the game. But Kyle Hishigawa is a better fit with Garrett Cole and if you need that clutch hitter like you said down in like the sixth or seventh inning a DH man guess what you could call up Gary that you need if you wanted to you have a player that can hit a bomb I just want to it would, it would not be a clutch at bat because we know Gary's not clutch it would be more like hey we're down two with two outs and you need a home run you're bringing you can bring his bat clutch I wouldn't use him and I think clutch. that's not the worst thing to do Joe I don't think it's the worst to have Higgy go first Started off with Cole and then bring back Gary in game two if you wanted to. Oh, I mean, are you, he's definitely starting are you, game are two. You, are you opposed to Gary's definitely are starting you game two? To Higgy uh, starting game one. I am not because uh, obviously when you look at the numbers, it I mean you'd be an idiot not to start uh, Higgy and Cole. That combination seems to work out extremely well. He's pitching to like a one ERA when Higgy's behind the plate, three eight seven when it's Gary Sanchez. So it's the smart move to make, and it does give you that big bat off the bench, and there's a good chance this one's 0-0 in the eighth inning if these two guys both do their things. And, yeah, then at that point, it might be nice to have uh, Gary's bat to come into a key situation. You find the right matchup, and uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, you know, and I agree with you, Teddy. I think, you know, for sure, game two, Gary's back in, in, in the lineup, and he's back behind the plate. Absolutely, and I would and I, I would assume the way this series will go, he'll be in Game Three too. Who's the one guy that needs to step up the most for the Yankees? Ted Start. Good to pick one guy. If you have to pick one guy, it's not, it's not one guy. I, this has got to be a complete team effort. But I'll I'll go with what you said earlier in the season. It all starts with Lemayhew. If he can continue what he's done all season and get on base, and get you know Judge at you, and he's able to you know. You know, listen, we're not with the open base. DJ's on first. Now there's not an open base. You got nowhere to put him. You know what I mean? I think, uh, for me, it's it's got to be Judge or Glaber. You know, because you look at those two guys as the two best stars of the Yankees. It's not Stan, and I know we want it to be Stan, but it's got to be Judge and Glaber. These are your house made. These are your house made get. I mean, this is what you want. Your building box, yeah. This is your building. I mean, box, DJ's right? going to do his thing, so I'm not worried about DJ. But he's the tone center. If he's not on base, I think it puts much more pressure. On everyone else, and I think, but what you're asking the question was, who do you think's got the most? And it's got to be Glaber or Judge. We those guys have to produce to the expectation that we all have from all three of us. Okay, we have Judge as an MVP candidate. That was my MVP candidate for the AL. Okay, boy, could you guys been any more wrong? I had Mookie Betts in the NL, and was and look at his stats. He had a really good season. Okay, but you ask, and it's got to be Judge and Glaber, and maybe more Judge because of the season of him being hurt and the expectation for all of us, for him to be the Babe Ruth, to lead this team to a championship, all right? Six foot six, 250 pounds, all muscle, plays a great right field. When are we going to get some clutch at bats and some home runs and the things that we expect on a daily basis, the way people talk about Mike Trout, even though I know I Mike sh- Trout I sh- doesn't sh- have the clutch gene, but where is it? Joe. Where is that clutch gene? Well, who do you got, Joe? 
Well, you know, everything you said is right, Ted, but I think all of the pressure and the one guy who can literally carry this team, and and I think in the press will be expected to, and if he doesn't, all you're going to hear about is his failings, and that is Aaron Judge. This is and always has been Aaron Judge's team. He's missed a lot of time. He's always been there for the postseason. He's got to have a big one. Because here's the thing. Look, LeMayhew's going to hit. Voight's going to hit. So now the the question is, is can Judge deliver? I think you're right about Glaber. Glaber's had a rough year. He could really redeem himself. This could be a big opportunity for Stanton and for Gary Sanchez. You know, you look, you come through with a big home run in a series like this. You think back to like 96 and 97 and, and the, the, the 98 seasons where uh, you know, Tino Martinez and Cecil Fielder in 96 were fighting over the first base job. It was a, a big home run in the postseason by Cecil Fielder. He actually ended up taking that job away from Tino Martinez. People kind of forget about it. Uh, and then in 98, Tino turned his fortunes around with a grand slam off of Mark Langston. So this is the postseason, and this is the way it works. You're going to forget if, 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 Giancarlo Stanton hits a grand slam in the seventh inning. Uh, you know, they knock Bieber out of the game. You will forgive and forget everything that's happened with Giancarlo Stanton over the You will. You will completely forget about it because now you're in that Yankee lore of hitting a big-time playoff home run. Well, so Joe, this is where, so where you can make or break your Yankee career. This is a big one, I think, especially for Judge. But I think if you're Stanton – and I think if you're Glaber, and I think if if you're Gary Sanchez, this is a real opportunity to make people forget a lot of the bad stuff uh, over the last year, year and a half for for for, for some of these guys. And I'll, I'm going to just say one name, and I just wanted to get in before Trev went. I said A Rod because if you remember the year they won the you watched that postseason. He took over that postseason against the Twins, against the Angels, and then in the World Series against the uh, against the uh, Phillies. So, you know, one of these guys that we we're just mentioning. He can change everything. And, you know, the funny thing is, we didn't even mention him, but Gary Sanchez, if, God forbid, he ever played to what Joe has this expectation of him, he would erase. I mean, can you imagine if he pulled an A-Rod where he just goes off, he goes two for three, he has two home runs in this series, has goes in next, because there's three rounds now, there's not two. He's the type of guy where we saw in September when he first came up, he can hit like this. He goes off. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, it'd be that's what I'm saying. I think there's more pressure on players than there is this whole entire team. I know the Yankees are going to face pressure by everybody, individual it, because players of the Yankees, because the pressure is always on as a Yankee, as a Laker, as a, a Cowboy. You, your your goal is to win championships. That's there's nothing else. And if you don't, it's it's a failed season. I think there's more pressure on the players than there is this team because I don't think many people, even though the odd makers say the Yankees, they are seven. They're tied with the Rays to our second, and then they're second behind only the Dodgers to win the World Series. So the betters say that the Yankees are one of the odds-on favorite. I think there's more pressure on these players to step up. Judge, Torres, um, Stanton, Sanchez, Cole, wow. just even Chapman, guys like that, the bullpen. They got to be all great, and they face a lot of pressure. I know this team is going to, but I think the pre- the pressure is more on the players because of the situations that, sur- that are surrounding guys like Judge, Stanton, and Sanchez because of their contract situation. And who knows what's going to happen after this year if the Yankees do indeed 
fail again to make it to not even just win the World Series, but to make a World Series appearance. May I ask a question to you guys? Say the Yankees get swept 2-0, right? And they, and they get and they, What would be your final thought for their overall season of the New York Yankees and everything? Would, and however you see fit, pitching, coaching, as a team organization, honestly, do we just chalk it up to a bad season? How would you guys describe it? I don't it for know you? if we can just because of last year. Last year was no, so- stop that. Last year, no, garbage. Why are you so obsessed? Why are you so obsessed? Give me a sec. If you were gonna no, say, let me, let me just let me tell you something. This is this is the one thing about Trevor that 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 I mean drives me nuts. He didn't know what I was gonna say. All of the other teams year after year get better. And again, we, I mean, people all season were like, well, man, Tampa, that can't be Tampa. That, I mean, Tampa's not garbage. And I think people need to get over that idea that all these other teams are just like standing pat and they're not any better and they don't have any expectations because no. they do. Yo, what I was going to say, no. What the idea that the Yankees are still no, like the second favorite is, tells you a lot. Hold on, what I was going to say is you can't use that excuse for the Yankees after last year. The Yankees lost 30 freaking players and still made it to the ALCS. You can't make any excuses for the Yankees this year. That's what I was trying to say. I wasn't trying to give them any benefit of the doubt. If the Yankees get swept this year, there shouldn't be no excuses. Don't give me the injury thing because last year they had 30 players out and they still made it to game six. So I don't want to hear that. The excuse is going to be it was was a three-game series is what the excuse is going to be. The excuse is going to be there's 16 teams in the postseason. This is this. There's I mean, again, this is, this is not what anybody signed up for when they were coming in at 2020. No, no. nobody. If That's I told I you, I I if I told you Toronto and the Marlins were going to be in the 2020 postseason, you would have laughed in my face until I was like, well, there'll be 16 teams in the postseason. And you'll be like, wait, what? Yep. Oh, in the opening rounds of best of three. What? It's baseball. A best of three in baseball is bad. Especially a game bad. one. Yeah, the Yankees, I, think, I think it's worse than a game all uh, one game series. I'll be honest I agree. with you. At least you know where you're standing all in one game in it. Three games. It, well, because you lose that first, like tonight. The Yankees lose the first game and cold pitch. I mean, that's that's a concerning issue right there because guess what? You're one game away from maybe being eliminated yeah. just like that. And you're posted, your season's over. The Yankees season could realistically be over. By tomorrow, eight to one odds. It's just that quickly. There should be no excuses for the Yankees. The Yankees are talented enough to get to the World Series. They're talented enough to win the whole thing because they have the players, they have the pitching, they have the bullpen. There should be no excuses. There's a reason why they have the same odds as the I know. And there should be as a, there should be no excuses for the Yankees to not make it to at least this, the ALCS. Look, the St. Louis Cardinals. That means they got to play Tampa in the second round. That means they got to play Tampa in the second round. So, Great. so get them out of the way quick. I expect the Yankees to still somehow get to the ALCS and compete for a World Series. They're that talented. There should be no excuses. The St. Louis Cardinals are the five seed in the National League. What are their odds to win the World Series? Who? The Cardinals. The St. Louis Cardinals. Okay, so I have no idea. It's a good idea. Probably one of the lower. That's, one of the that's lower. my point. 
That's yeah. my point. You're talking about the number five seed New York Yankees, and people still think they'll probably win the World Series or still have a chance to win a World Series. No one's looking at the number five Cardinals over in the end. I'll go, well, big expectation. They were there last season. They, uh, they, they don't win it all this year. They suck. Nobody's playing it that way. A lot of them, a lot of people like the Padres over them in that series, which um, I was actually kind of surprised because as good as the Padres are, they're a young team. They've never really been there. A lot of the people don't know. This Cardinals team, you know, has been there before. So the expectation for me would be like, don't count the Cardinals out. What They're we a nitty-gritty team. It always finds a way to squeeze by and win those games that you don't the expect. The are the newcomers, the new kids on the block. That, that they don't know how to win it. You yeah, have to learn Cardinals how to did to the Braves last year. Remember yeah, what the Cardinals did to the Braves last year? Who saw that coming? Knocked them out. No. Of the Remember I the first you, game think, you picked them? Wasn't the first game the they scored I did. Like runs? Didn't they score like 18 runs against the Braves one game? So yeah. it was the deciding game where it was a blowout. Yeah. I think they yeah, scored like 12 in the first they inning or something. Yeah. The inning. It was over before it even started. They didn't even get yeah. in that right, So what do we got for um, the Yankees? How many games? Two, three? three. Absolutely three. Okay. Uh, the Yankees in Cleveland always seems to go three, five, or seven. All right. So we got we got three. We're all on the Yankees. Any upset? Any upset you got in any of the uh, first rounds? Watch out for the White Sox and also the Reds over the Braves. Watch out for the Toronto Blue Jays. That'd be, th- that'd be two games. I'm telling you, don't be shocked. Don't, don't say that. I took, Tampa, I took Tampa in the, for the win the series. I'd I just watch think Houston of- over many, too. I just think because of their pitching staff in a short series really favors them. You got Blake Snell going and Shoemaker. Can the Astros beat the Twins? No, I, not this I, year. Not this I year. think they can. Again, I would go with the experienced team. And again, Minnesota was there last year, but as usual, they did what Minnesota does in the postseason. It, it wasn't a, it wasn't a long trip. Sixteen straight losses. The Athletics and the White Sox haven't won. Athletics haven't won since 2006 in the postseason. The White Sox haven't won since they won the World Series in 05. I just hope for a good postseason. Just a quick. I, I, I think they're. I think it's going to be a great first round. And don't be surprised if Donnie Baseball beats the Cubs. Oh boy, they've been a story all year. It would have shocked anybody. Why first, not, first team right? Get COVID first team. They see you later. They're going to knock out the Cubs. Why not? This has been, I mean, would you expect anything less? Hey, it's a rematch of 2003. You know, just the other day, I forget who I was screaming at about managers, about about uh, great players don't generally make great managers. I don't remember if it was you guys, but, you know, Don Mattingly is in an interesting category because Don Mattingly was for four years the best player in baseball. For 85 to 89, there was nobody better than Donnie Baseball. And then he hurt his back, and it was all over. And he's become a really great manager. And if, yeah. you, if you look at the history of, of guys who have been great players, I mean great players. Somebody brought Mike Ditka up to me once. I don't know that I would call Mike Ditka a great player. Um, he was, he was good, you know. He's a good player. Very, Hall of Famer, really good. Got a Super Bowl. Right. Also from a different area. So, again, kind of hard. I mean, again, think about somebody like a Ray Lewis. Oh, I know. We were talking about Deion Sanders coming back to coach. And I said, you know, look at guys like Ryan Sandberg. I thought Ryan Sandberg would be an amazing manager. Nope. And if you look at uh, all the Hall of Famers who have had a chance to manage teams, 
doesn't go well. You throw a Rocco Baldelli or a Ron Gardenhire in charge of one of these teams, and they, they do amazing things. Aaron Boone. Shout out to Aaron, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Boone. Was not a great player. Was not a great a. player. It was a good Hinch. player. Yes. A lot I mean, of these guys were middling players. Some of them were, were, were barely even, you know, they were the 25th guy on the roster. But Donnie baseball is different, and, and Donnie tasted, you know, the highlight. He was the best player in the game. Then he also became a struggling aging veteran, got an unceremonious send-off after 95. So Donnie Baseball sort of seen it all. He lived it all in his career. And and now to be a manager and, and to do the things that he's done, first with the big market Dodgers and now with the Marlins, gotta say, he yeah, knows gotta what he's give, doing. He knows what he's doing for sure. So, I mean, I'm hoping for a great baseball postseason. It starts today. Yankees at 7 o'clock tonight. I can't wait. Cole versus Bieber. It should be a fun one. Let's go, Yanks. The quest for 29 starts tonight. Can only hope, right? We can only hope. Can only hope. Speaking of hope, let's shift over to the gridiron. I came on here last week on our show, and I said, well, the New York football giants, would get their first game, first win. So under, you should have bet on that sub, Joe. Would get their first game. I, I come here to you today on Tuesday at about 11.20 with nothing to say. I have absolutely nothing to say, Joe. This is going to be short and sweet. They're god-awful. That was putrid. I stopped watching in the third quarter. Me and my father, we were, we were, we were having a little get-together with the guys. Had on red zone. Show red zone clip of 49ers scoring. We're like, well... Don't need to put it back on. It's just so there's no more. There's no more. Okay, they're, they're playing tough for 60 minutes. Yeah, that's great. Well, they didn't play tough last week. They got their asses kicked by a team that realistically is made up of a lot of second and third stringers. There's still some starters, but most of their big-time players were. Nick Mullins had the best goal. We're gone, and the Giants are a disaster this right is, now. This is this, To see both New York teams. It's as a New York fan, we thank God for the Yankees. Thank God for the Yankees because every team in New York is awful. You have to realistically think that uh, you have to realistically think that as a New York fan, it's tough to be a fan of your New York teams right now, other than the Yankees. The Mets are terrible. The Yankees are the Yankees. The Giants, the Jets are god awful. And don't even get me started with the Knicks. I mean, we could put the Nets, but whatever. The Nets made the playoffs, but. The Knicks, the Islanders, the Rangers. It hasn't been really nice to New York fans because, well, we're, it's just been not a sports town. And this is a big issue for the Giants and Jets. And we'll talk about it down the line because you're already standing here. Tank for Trevor. Um, we gotta t- We'll talk about that. I'm not going to get into that right now. But to, I really have not much to say. It's just disappointing, frustrating, and it's kind of sickening the way the Giants played last week. And Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold, really, their next 13 games could be quite telling. Their job interviews. Their job interviews, because right now, Daniel Jones, I have faith in Daniel Jones, but we got to see what the next 13 games looks like for him. If he doesn't make any strides towards positivity, the Giants have to seriously consider, because they are going to have a new GM. That's a that's not even a, a debate. They will have a new GM. Don't, so? Yes. There's no way Dave Gettleman, Tish is ready to throw Gettleman's ass out already. There's no way Gettleman's staying. There's no way Gase is surviving. So the Jets and Giants have some serious question marks and have serious 
conversation Giants might going be going forward to because the Giants and Jets right now by far are the two worst teams in the NFL. I know the NFC East is really bad. I know the Eagles are bad. We have some Eagles fans. I know they're bad. But the New York Giants and New York Jets are in another stratosphere of bad because those two teams, you got tiers, right? You got tiers with everything. The New York Giants and Jets are at the top of the tier for, I shouldn't say top, they're at the bottom of the tier of worst team in the NFL right now. They are horrible, both of them. They have major issues going forward, and they have some serious conversations to start maybe figuring out because the Giants schedule doesn't get easier this week. And they got to play the Cowboys. Realistically, the Giants could be 0-6. And it just doesn't look good. The Jets haven't even given given a chance to even play this year. It looks like they're just... They just quit on their whole coaching staff, and Darnold's getting killed. It just doesn't look good. It's a job interview for Daniel Jones and Sarm Darnold. They have serious questions. God almighty. The Giants, if you look at the game, there's no really words to describe this team right now. You want to be like they were off. No, the Saturday, Sunday's game, you don't. You it was know. just disappointing. And you look at, you know, I sent you the picture, Joe, last night. Giants the other night, 20 minutes and 16 seconds of time possession. That's their lowest since 2006 when they played the Saints. I think that was a home game when they got killed at home. It was late in the season, like week 16, if you remember that game. I don't remember. I think we watched that Ralph's house. Reggie Bush went wild. They scored like 40-some points on the Giants. Couldn't even tell you, bro. But that's a problem right there. So you're not not maintaining time of possession. But you know what else? You look at this offense, 31st in total offense, 31st in scoring offense, last in rushing. Our best rushing play is, is a quarterback sneak. Third down defense is last. Giveaway second. We got seven turnovers in three games. It's definitely a problem. Daniel Jones's opportunity to hold on to the football is a big problem. You know, at first you're like, hey, he's a rookie, makes mistakes, but you know that's like the first year. It's getting, it's getting to a point where it's a chronic disease, and it has to be corrected. And I think with this team, what we really have to look at is, I think it's not. I said it to Dad the other day. It's not the Giants. It's an organizational problem. This team, this organization has a problem. They have a losing mentality. They're not willing to change. They're not willing to adapt. They're the same old. I don't think they have an the identity. I don't, I don't think they have an identity. There's their same old New York Giants team from the '60s. Okay, they got an owner who's cheap, and they got and and they got to hire the same people. It's like, hey, that's Joe's cousin. We got to hire Joe's cousin, even though he's, he's not. He's not. We got to hire him because he's part of the Giant affiliation. Dave Gettleman had. You know, what is it? He had ties to the Giants organization. Really? Who gives a crap? Where has that guy you in the Giants organization? You're, been, you're awful. You have been awful for a long time. Take those friggin' two lucky Super Bowls that we happen to beat the two greatest teams, the Patriots. This team has been one of the worst franchises in 30 years. Because if you remember the Giants in the 90s, they were awful. Okay, they were awful. Their draft selections were awful. I can go back and look at all of them. They were awful. Ron Dane, bust. Okay? And, and that's just one of the guys that pops on my head because he was a big name. Then you get to the 2000s. Okay? We get Eli. But you look at Eli's first couple of years. They, were, they weren't they were that good. And then they had veterans. This team has no identity. There's Are no we jumping ship on DJ too soon yet? No. Because no. I said this last week, and you, everyone wants to jump on me or you want to jump on me. This is a league where... Show me now or get the hell out of the way. Because we look at guys like Joe Burrow in three weeks. are like, that guy, he's got it. That guy's got something. 
I don't know what it is, but he makes plays. And you look at Kyle Murray, you're like, that guy's got it. I can see something. You look at Mahomes after one week, you're like, that guy's got it. You, you, I start naming names, and you're like, all right. And then you look at Sam Darnold, or Baker Mayfield, you're like, that guy, I don't know if he's got enough. You look at the Browns. What have they done? They run the football because they know that's the best thing they do. Their best player is Nick Chubb. Well, the Giants can't even do that, so the Giants got to go to something else. What are they going to do? Just give Riley Dixon punting and give him a I, huge freaking – make him the highest paid player in the league? What the hell do you want the Giants to do? And I'll end it on this. The Giants have got all four rushing the ball. And I'll, st- and I'll end it on this. The Giants' problem is their evaluation on talent. Why are some teams, why do we look at the Pittsburgh Steelers? Why do we look at the New England Patriots? Why do we look at the Ravens? Why do we look at the Chiefs? Even though all of them haven't won Super Bowls, why do we always see those teams winning 10, 11, 12 games? Why are they able to find guys, late rounds, undrafted signees that can make an impact where we're watching guys who are like, well, we drafted that guy 13th overall. We drafted sometimes that guy. you can't be cheap. It's not about cheap. It's about evaluating talent. Belichick's cheap, and he finds guys off the street. Sometimes you got to have the cojones. And it's yeah. another Chiefs took a chance. And it's up. another Belichick guy disciple, but I think that has struggled early in his career. Sorry, Joe. So go let ahead. Let me say a couple things. Number one, you know, I take no solace in being right about how bad the Giants were going in the last week. I got uh, from a lot of people were like, "You're what kind of Giants fan are you?" A realistic one. I mean, I saw what I saw, and I, I saw this team well, getting. I saw what I saw. What I saw. There you go. I mean, I the, the idea that this team could get lit up by the Niners' backups was in my mind. I didn't want to believe it would happen, but, you know, again, you talk about that 20 minutes possession. I've been saying all year that the amount of three and outs or drives that are at least five plays or under is mind-boggling. You said that last week against Chicago. Yeah, these guys cannot stay on the football field. And I'll say, I'll say this. And, and it wasn't a great outing by the defense, and they kind of gave up in 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 the in the second half for sure. Uh, where I mean, a whole day of just getting the ball shoved down your throat all day, and your offense giving you no relief at all. I mean, it's got to be hard for the defense. It really does. Week after week, every time you turn around, you're grabbing your helmet, and you're back on the goddamn field. It's it's been like that. They can't run the football. They can't throw the football. They can't block. They they don't do anything well at all right now. It's hard to watch. I said it last year and the year before that Dave Gettleman doesn't know what he's doing. People were, I'm not going to say who said this, Teddy, but somebody was like, trust the plan. Well, the plan stinks. The plan's 9-26, and 26, and it looks like it could go 0-16 this year. That's how bad the plan is. So this team's got a, and I agree with you too, Ted. I think this team lacks identity. I think in a league where everybody's throwing the football all over the place, the Giants are doing the same old, same old. And now that your best player and the guy that you built this whole stupid offense around is gone, now where are you at? I mean, you've got a young defense that gets exposed. You're still not getting a good enough pass rush. Kudos to Leonard Williams. I thought Leonard Williams played great this past weekend. One of the only guys, really, that I, I think you could say a guy earned a paycheck this week. It's but funny, Daniel Jones. Jones got to turn it around. You've got 13 games, 14 games left to show people that you're not garbage because you're really starting to stray into those territories. You're really starting to stray into when we were like, what? No. 
Yeah, no. Because and that was the issue. Yeah. All I was going to say was to back up our points, I think all of us in frustration is the issues that we've been talking since we've done this show three years ago are the same issues we're talking about today on 929-2020. You know what I mean? Can't run the football, can't protect the quarterback, can't rush the passer. That's a problem. That's a very big problem. And that's why we're in the hole we are in. And, you know, the Giants are not the worst team. The Jets are the worst team because at least when the Giants step on the field, they have talent. They're just not executing. Okay. You could say there's a Golden Tate, there's a Darius Lane, there's an Everett Ingram. There's, you know, there's that guy. You go to the Jets, you're like, you don't even know their receivers. Unless you're a Jet fan, you know, you don't know. Do you know who Brandon Barry, do you know who Barrios is? He's a wide receiver from my University of Miami. He was like an undrafted, small little white guy, quick. Like, but you don't know, you don't know anyone. Le'Veon Bell, you know, he's hurt. They hit on their left tackle. That kid Beckton, he's good. He will be there for the next 10 to 15 years. He will solidify the left side of the line. Sam Darnold has greatly regressed. Now, you can blame the coaching staff. You can blame the talent. I can blame it all. It's funny because when but good just, players can turn and make great players better. It's funny because, uh, like I see on Twitter all the time, Sam Darnold have a, a horrible game, but they'll show the highlight of his amazing play, and they're like, this is why Sam Darnold's great. Okay. So give, me, give, me, give me one play of um, – Give me one out of uh, 70 plays, and then you could tell me he's great. Okay. That's fine. If you want to do that, I'll do that with every quarterback. I'll do that with every quarterback. Let me put it this way. If the Giants and Jets put their teams together, they still would suck. Yeah. If you put their team together and you put the best 11, Sam Donald's early season regression, honestly, Joe, I have no words to say about both New York teams because they're both god-awful. They're both going to be fighting for maybe the number one pick this coming year. And realistically, it's a possibility that – they might be moving on from their quarterbacks. We don't know. There's still 13 games left. But right now, both of these New York teams, Joe, are horrible. If Adam Gase loses on Thursday night against the Denver Broncos, who are also on three, he will most likely be fired. That's the same with Dave Gettleman. I don't see Dave Gettleman. If the Giants start off with 0-6, 0-7, there's no way Dave Gettleman's even making it to the bye. No, the Giants will never make it. Steve Tisch is there's Trev, already, I know, but the or, this organization most. Well, when you go, got a guy saying, go, we, "Dude, we got to get this guy out of here. Got to get him out when of here." When did he say that? There's already reports. Don't you look on Twitter? You're always on Twitter. Yeah, I, 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 I've seen that Adam Gase is on super thin ice right now. Tisch was done with getting get him in the off season, and they gave him a chance. Mara said, "Oh, we'll give him one more." What's, what else do you have to give the guy? Well, I, mean, be funny I, feel ba- I feel bad for guy because he's an older guy, but the, it wasn't working. It's not. It hasn't been. They're nine and twenty-six. The Giants need to move on. The Jets need to move on. Both of these new. Yeah, because the Giants get the old guy. Can we get a new forty-year-old guy? It's like our present. Can we get someone that has relative of what's going on in the last twenty years? That'd not be, what happened that'd, forty that'd years be, ago. Be nice. I'm sorry. Need I'm something sorry. new and innovative. Be different. Can we get off the negativity? I'm, I'm sick of tired. I will tell you. Today's a good day. You got postseason baseball. I will tell you. And we're stuff. talking too much about the damn Giants and Jets. Yeah, I'll tell you That's what, negativity. I'll tell you what's funny is Adam Gase got Joe Douglas the job for the Jets. GM, imagine if Joe Douglas now has to fire the guy that got him the job. Oh, get his ass out. Breaking news, as you saw. Yeah, I mean, Sam Darnold, we'll see what happens. But year three hasn't looked good for him. I know the team has looked horrible. That's the first class of test all season. Yes. Breaking news, the Tennessee Titans closed the facility today after multiple players and personnel test positive. I think for it was three, three players and five personnel. The first player, so that game against the Steelers, which is also a 3-0 versus 3-0 game, could be in jeopardy of playing. Also, the Texans and um, 
Who are the Texans? And the Vikings also could be because both teams play because the Vikings the, the zero, Vikings played the Titans. Vikings have zero positive tests. Well, who knows what happened? Uh, the Vikings have closed their practice facility yeah. for the but day. Yeah, it, 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 it happened for the fourth time this week. Two games in the NFL in jeopardy of not making it and not playing, performing. Don't know how the schedule will work out for that. But there's your breaking news. My worst test of COVID-19 has affected, has impacted the NFL, and it's in the well. Here's the thing: as long as it doesn't hit the whole team, and it's not that you could still make it the game on Sunday. Let's talk. What I will say this, and I'll end it on this. So, I wonder if they would skip a situation where it did occur. This would be your bye week, and the bye week would be your play. If you could, you know, you would reschedule the game if they had similar bye weeks. I don't know if that's even a a fathom possibility, but maybe a thought. Can I get into the good now? Because there has been some really good play in the NFL. And it's, again, the quarterback. We talked about this last week, our top five quarterbacks. I think Lamar I, Lamar Jackson took a step back. Kyle Murray's out. But, and Josh Allen, Joe, Josh in, Allen, another hell of a performance. Jared Goff looked good as Dak. well. Dak had a good game, but find a way to lose again. Typical Dak. Anyways. Carson Wentz has been really bad as well. I think we know Jalen Hurts right now. Right now, if you look at Josh Allen right now in the NFL, yes. top five quarterback, the way he's playing, yes, absolutely. Sign me up for it. He's the if fourth I'm, best quarterback behind Rodgers, Wilson, and Mahomes. But if I'm going to do the top two quarterbacks right now, this is plain and simple. This is Russell Wilson versus Patty Mahomes. We saw Patrick Mahomes last night tear up to some the best team in the NFL in the first half with four touchdowns. And then you saw good old Russell Wilson doing good old Russell Wilson things and torching the Dallas Cowboys defense for five touchdowns. But the question is, if you had the number one pick, who would you take? Take Russell Wilson? Would you take Patrick Mahomes? What, what team are they playing on? If you were starting a franchise, Ted, do you have I to would make- only take Mahomes because he's a little bit younger. But I mean, I think essentially you're getting the same guy, just one's a little bit younger. Yeah, I think Russell's got a little bit more athleticism. Uh, I think he's a little more savvy. But I'll tell you one thing: I told Trev, I still think Russell's number one right now because I would love to see what Russell would do with the Kansas City offense. Put Russell Wilson on the Kansas City offense with Andy Reid as the player. Seattle has a good offense. It's not Kansas City. But look at Kansas City. You look at Clyde Zellier, right? You look at Travis Kelsey, right? Then you look at Hardman and and uh, Tyree Kill and Sammy Watkins. It's like, all right, you got three, you got three four by 100 relay guys on the outside. You have a tight end who's a mismatch with every guy in the league. Then you have a running back who doesn't go down on first contact and can catch the ball just as good as anyone else in the league. And you have a play caller, innovator, coach with Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid, no better in the league, all right? And you have a good offensive line. Flip it to the Seattle. You have a poorly offensive line. You have DK Metcalf, who's a very good, talented player. Reminds me a little bit of T.O., a younger T.O., well, he made a T.O. move okay. the other day. But who's their number two? Re- oh, you got Tyler Lockett, nice player, but it's not the same level as a Tyreek Hill. Who's their tight end? I know who he is. I'm not asking stupid. Greg Olson, but Greg Olson's a little old, don't you say? He's 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 doing half the games in the booth when he's on the bye weeks. So Patrick Mahomes could do it. And Pete Carroll's head coach, and they're a defensive Patrick line. Mahomes could do it anywhere. He's, he's I know, but put Russell Wilson good. in that they're offense. Both, they both flourish. I think Russell's playing at a much Patrick higher Mahomes, level Patrick, right now. Right now, he's playing at a higher level, Russell Wilson. But that is not a snark at Mahomes. Because watching the game last night, you're like, 
Every time you're like, yeah, Baltimore's going to win. I'm starting to get a feel. Mahomes is, just... Mahomes is that good. There's a different, there is a different tier right now with Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and I have to put Rodgers in that category, Aaron Rodgers and Wilson and Mahomes, than everyone else right now. Lamar last night looked normal, if that's even a, a, the right word to use. He looked normal. He didn't look great. He only had 97 yards passing. He looked lost. He looked like the guy that was like, and that's the first that's, year. That's always going to be his greatest knock is uh, the ability to the develop into a better passer. Here's my thing. I'm sorry. I know it's only been three weeks, but I'm starting to really see like the good teams, the teams that are going to compete for championships and the teams that are good, but are just not there. I do not consider the Saints a good team. Even with Michael Thomas back, I think Alvin Kamara has came up to be maybe the best running back in the league right now. He's taken that role, but the Packers look legit. The Seattle Seahawks look legit. Looks like those two teams are on a, a quest for the NFC title game. And then you got in the AFC. I would like to put the Pittsburgh Steelers in there because I think that defense could give fits to Mahomes. They got athletic defensive players on the line, and that's what they always – they played well. Look at San Fran last year. They got a good lightbacking crew that can – They were they down can, against they the can take, They can take over with Travis Kelsey. They can guard up, match up with him. And they got a good secondary. I would love to see the Pittsburgh Steelers against that Chiefs. Yeah, I tell you, you know what else I like to see? And yeah. even Buffalo. I'll put Buffalo. Yeah, I'll put Buffalo in that and competition you know who, too. And you know who Reid does not want to face in the playoffs? It's Belichick. You do not want to face New England. You're not going to want this week. They play this week. Do they? Yeah, Kansas City. I did not want to go. You do not want to play the Patriots, right? They they can control the game by running the football, keeping the ball out of your hand, and they have a physical defense. And Belichick is smart enough to scheme. So what do you think? How, how, since you've seen the first three weeks, how do you feel about can't how go- this league is going? Um, how is the league going? Well, look, <laughs> is that I, I, I yeah. The well, that you, think, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. But like how. The teams, the the players. I mean, the Bucks. I think are legit. That defense is very, very good. Vikings, Vikings are not good. The Texans are only three. The Eagles are garbage. The NFC East shouldn't be allowed. The, the Rams are good. The Rams, the Rams are, are legit. Good. The NFC West is very good. It's going to be a tough division, but the NFC East is God Almighty. Oh and my the, goodness! And, and the Bills are the real deal. And Josh Allen is playing. Josh Allen, yeah, Joe, one hundred for them to give up the lead, twenty-eight to three, and then come back. My God. And win the game late in the fourth quarter and be clutch. Now, yes, there was a bad call in the game late that gave the Bills the win. That's an iffy call. He still executed on third and 22 to Cole Beasley down the middle of the field. When, what do you think, Joe? Look, uh, you know, uh, again, I've been watching Josh Allen since he got since he he got drafted, and and I remember when Josh Allen, you know, he did didn't didn't go well. Uh, Baker Mayfield ended up going one in that draft, kind of. Kind of blew him out of the water and yeah, and Donald Allen. Went to Allen. No, uh, went to. Not two overall. Oh, went second two. quarterback, you idiot. He said two. Okay. He's so, Joe. I'm gonna punch him right in the head already. You should. I understand. Yeah. I understand your Josh frustration. Get the hell out of here. And yeah, and Josh now, And they were the and those are the two best guys right now in that draft. And he said at the time that he believed he was the best quarterback of the lot and he 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 wasn't wrong and and I got a lot of friends that are Bills fans which is so weird because they didn't used to be but anyway congratulations on being fans of the Bills again my friends in the Buffalo area but 
Um, you've seen this guy slowly but surely last year, you know, a little inconsistent, but he was really developing and he started having those kinds of games. And again, I said earlier, I said uh, after week one, if you saw the quarterbacks that were comfortable in their systems, that knew their personnel, they're all playing well. And, and, and guys who were put into odd situations did not. I mean, look at Nick Foles in Chicago. How ridiculous. That, that, that again, Nick Foles in relief, superstar. Let's see what happens when Nick Foles starts starting games again. It's not going to go well. Like, the, the NFL is the what it is. Pitcher. He's the best relief pitcher in baseball. In yes, he is. Yes, well, he is. Have, you do have a point. You see these guys like Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, they're taking the step in the right direction. Then you see guys like Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold. I don't know. Maybe but for the Giants specifically, maybe is it because of the whole COVID and not I don't having know. any training camp? No, it's not, not having pre or they haven't training camp, but not having preseason or anything like that coming into a new system. It goes back to the organization. Look at the organization. Look who's running the thing. McDermott for the Bills. Since he's been there, he's brought a winning mentality there. He has executed his game plan to a T and that's why they've gotten better every year that he's been the coach. Look at the personnel, look at the teams. They're all in. They they have a there's a that's why the Denver Broncos since Elway left and then Manning they they stole for 3 years. They don't know where they're going. They don't know what they want to be. The Patriots are the I same. Think they might the Patriots like are Drew, still the same team. I got like Drew Lock. How does the Patriots lose all this personnel? They lose Tom Brady. Yeah, they get Cam Newton. But how do they keep winning and winning successfully? How do they dominate games? How do the Steelers continue to win? How do certain teams, there's a mantra, there's a team. Why can't the Dallas Cowboys find ways to win games? Someone tell me that. With a team that's one of the most talented teams. Tell me why the Dallas Cowboys can't win games. Tell me. The quarterback throws for 472 yards. Throws for three touchdowns. They have a top five running back. They have a top five offensive line. They have the leading sack guy in the league in Alden Smith. Yes. 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 Wow. How how do the Cowboys not win games? Tell me. How does Carson Wentz and the Eagles tie? The I Bengals. keep saying it. If Carson Wentz, I think he's going to get hurt at one point this year. Jalen Hurts is going to be taking over sooner or later. There. I'm not saying full time, but I think Jalen Hurts is going to be in sooner than we all think. Why are some right now the Eagles? The Eagles, the Eagles I mean, the NFC win. is garbage. It's really bad. And the thing that's even worse is the Giants are only one game back. And they, they're the second-worst team in the league. So you're saying there's a chance. So there, there is a chance for the Giants to somehow, and I hate when people say, oh, well, we're gonna, we can still win at 6-10, and 7-9. This team might not win more than three games this year. It's a struggle for a lot of teams. The Atlanta Falcons are the, the ultimate choke artists in this NFL and maybe in all sports. I don't get it. You just see the bad. You see the good teams. And, yeah, Peterson – I mean, really dropping the ball quickly before we get to the NBA, dropping the ball, fourth and 18, you decide to punt, have no faith in your quarterback, have no faith in your team. Like, what the hell are you doing, man? You're not, you're, are you afraid that your defense is going to give up 10 yards and lose the game? Go give a shot. You paid this man $130 million. Give the man the ball and see what he can do. Just- I know your team sucks. I know they've been horrible. Their offensive line has been horrible. I know Carson Wentz has been horrible. He's actually been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. But damn it, help your quarterback out. Not a good decision by Doug uh, I, You know, any time a coach immediately dismisses the idea of going to the other guy, that means you know they've already started having discussions about it, and he's pissed that 
a reporter brought it up. It's a mess. That's, I mean, because all the fans in Philly right now want to see Wentz sit down on that bench and 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 see what they have. So uh, he was really quick to dismiss it, and 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 that to me means within about two weeks you'll see Jalen Hurt in the starting lineup uh, based saying. on on history. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, baby, they won't just start him. You don't think so? No. Only way Jalen Hurts starts is if Carson Wentz gets hurt. Only way. You don't pay a guy $130 million and bench him. Sorry, this ain't Trubisky. Next week, we'll do our top 10 power rankings. After I, I'm, just, I'm just using it that way. You know, if if it was a young quarterback or a guy that was, you know, like a Nick Foles and he was starting to have bad games or Gardner Minshew, you paid Carson Wentz $130 million. So you're not sitting on the bench. Because what, if the rookie does bad, then what, you bring the, the, the guy back in? That you can't, it you could can't be a mess on. brewing in uh, Philly. Brother of Love is about to get a little sloppy Jones over there. Right, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's shift over to close out with the NBA Finals. I know it's tomorrow, but I want to get into it. And to me, Joe, I want you to show this clip because this is no surprise to good old Trev. Check it out. Yeah, we'll check it out. We're waiting. There it is. I don't. Them get dominated. Can I tell you who I got for my uh, old prediction? I made. I picked the Heat against the uh, against the uh, Lakers. Say it with pride, because I'm I'm confident that Pat Riley's going to make the move. That's why it has to be significant. Oh, I, that's why I'm going. That's why. Well, there's the thing. They didn't make no move. They didn't make. They didn't need to make a move. That was back in December. So if anybody wants to think that I was lying about picking this finals, there's your proof. I picked the Miami. You should take that clip and post it later on. I I will. I gotta I gotta cut it off. I gotta cut it. <laughs> But the but there it is. That's the proof that the Miami Heat were going to play the L.A. Lakers. And I had people saying, I'm crazy. Well, how crazy am I? Whatever you want to call me. I don't care. I know I'm crazy. But this is no surprise to me. I really did believe that the Heat were the best team in the East because of the balance, because of the tenacity, because they had a go-to guy in Jimmy Butler, and this organization. Oh, we've been talking about organizations all throughout the day, so let's continue the trend. This organization is one of the most well-run organizations, if not the most well-run organization you know, in, the entire you, in the entire league. Do you know Pat Riley has been in the finals for four generations? I mean, now four decades. Four decades. It's just fascinating. As a player in the 70s, a coach in the 80s. It, it, it's fascinating to see what the Heat have done, and Jimmy Butler, bravo! Because I said this when the when the Heat signed him, I loved the signing from the start. Everybody's like, "Why is he calling there? He, he must not want to win." Well, he's going to the NBA Finals. Minnesota, hey Philly, how are you guys making out? Who was really the problem? Not the, Jimmy Butler. No, those no, young, no, the, or, the organization. I know. Who is running those, the show? But those young, but those young, because you got Jimmy Listen, Butler. You got to give credit. Jimmy Butler is a killer on the court. Pat Riley is the best. I know, but coach GM the NBA has ever seen. I know, but, I know, but I also you I think also, about coaching the Lakers in the '80s, the Heat in the '90s, but Jimmy and Butler, now as a president to be able to lose LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and to retool. Get young talent, make trades, bring in Gordon Drogic, draft Tyler Harrow, bring in Jimmy Butler, bring in Andre Iguodala, who's been to six straight NBA finals. Okay. Don't forget about Bam. I said you draft, you draft Bam. You look at the personnel. 
And to be able to bring the guy, Eric Spolstra, who was running video coordination for you, to have him come through the ladder and be and a coach and, and be a good coach and a great coach because he outcoached Celtics. Brad Stevens. Brad, I couldn't think of the name. I was drawing a blank. I thought and, and, that's what, and that's what makes it why Philly and why the T-Wolves are the way they are because you got guys like Ben Simmons and, and – Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins that are young guys, very talented, but they don't have no heart. They don't care about it. They're not like a Jimmy Butler. You see a Jimmy Butler, why can't it be the coach? And the, it's got to well, the, the, the coach. The coaches are terrible too. But still, when you have a guy like Jimmy Butler who has that killer mentality on and off the court, he wants that. He's, I mean, look at well, then why didn't he have it in, in, in Philly? Why, why didn't did he, he have it in Philly? Because then? Philly. Look at Philly right now. Look at the Philadelphia 76. They're a mess. We got Ben Simmons worrying about trying to make a jump shot or dating Kylie Jenner. That's why I said it's Joel Embiid. Then Joel Embiid is worried about taking shots like Steph Curry when he should be in the post, dominating, going 30 and 20 all throughout that's every game. That's why it stems from and the organization. That's, and that's, well, that's also the player, too. Like, you should know your strength. And that's why Jimmy Butler decided to make a bold move and a smart career move for himself to get paid, and also now he's in the finals because of the Heat. They're so respected around the league and well-deserving. It starts at the top, it goes with the coach, and then the players have to play the game. And the players have dominated. They're they're gritty, they're tough, they're hard-nosed, and they're going to beat you up for 48 minutes. And this matchup is going to be extremely tough. The toughest matchup for the Lakers in this entire postseason because this is a team that's going to punch you in the mouth for 48 minutes, you have a go-to guy and a leader that's not going to back down to LeBron James. That's the big He's thing as well. Jimmy Butler does not fear LeBron James. He does not have problems with LeBron James. He'll go toe-to-toe with him. It's like a Kawhi thing. He'll go toe-to-toe with him. He doesn't get scared when he sees the 2-3 lettering. He doesn't. And then you got Bam against Anthony Davis, which should be one of the most fascinating matchups of this entire finals. The key for me... It's plain and simple. It's not going to be LeBron because LeBron's going to do his thing. It's Anthony Davis and Rajon Rondo. And I wanted to say this, and I haven't been able to, but Rajon Rondo is almost as valuable as Anthony Davis because of his leadership ability, his defensive prowess, and he's been making clutch shots. I know Anthony Davis is the most second-best player on this court in this entire series. But Rajon Rondo's leadership, his experience, he's been just as many finals to, to everything, maybe other than LeBron in this finals. So... I know people might say I'm crazy, but they also said I was crazy with the Lakers and Heat Finals. I also think we have to start giving LeBron even more credit. You look at this oh, Lakers, 1, you look at this Laker team. This might be one of the worst teams. You look it's if you take great if you take Anthony if you take LeBron out of this starting lineup, it's Rondo, Caldwell, Pope, Danny Green, Anthony Davis. No hell, take off Anthony Davis and look at the no, team I, like last year. But I, I, know you mean, I, know I know what you mean because this is the same. It's like the Pelicans. Yes, it's the Pelicans. It's the Pelicans team. team. I know that. Joe's gone. He vanished. He didn't. He doesn't want to talk to us anymore. Bye, Joe. Oh, he came back. I see what you're trying to do. What are you playing? Hide and seek? No. Um, I actually uh, was just reconnecting the Streamyard broadcast to the Facebook page. Oh boy. Banned from Facebook. Long story. <laughs> Nothing I did bad, I swear. Oh, um, Joseph. Always getting now I think we, we might be uh, streaming back on Facebook again. Might? So, might be. Oh, boy. Yeah. Nobody's going to get to see my NBA Finals preview. They will. Uh, They'll have to watch the video later. It's the, that, 
it's yeah. this thing with me and Zuckerberg. We got something going on right now. Now it should be a fascinating matchup. I love it. I mean, you think about it. LeBron versus his ex-team, the Heat, Pat Riley, the two Kentucky guys, Bam and Anthony Davis. You got Rondo Tyler going. Harrow. Tyler Harrow, Kentucky kid. You, Rondo back in the finals. Anthony Davis, can he win the big one? Can he be clutch for the Lakers? Because that's what you brought him here. Right I now, think that's right now, right now, right now, right now, they're the best tandem in all uh, basketball. Anthony Davis, Steve. They have gelled. I think that's who they should uh, guard, Tyler Harrow. I think they should have Rondo and Tyler Harrow. They, they, they have gelled. They have gelled very well and you know this is this is great for the nba because there's so much i don't think they could have went wrong with either one with boston la or the heat i don't think it could have gone wrong with either one. Oh, absolutely not but i just think this series is going to be the best series you could possibly have of of the of all the matchups i just look at the way the heat are built mm -hmm. they have great depth they have great starters they have great coaching mm -hmm. they have great personnel the organization they're all on the same page they know what they want they're like you said, Trev. They're nitty. They're gritty, and they're clutch. They are clutch. Yeah. They take care of business, and and the Lakers have had a kind of an easy run. They've won yeah, every Portland series by five games. So you know, you beat in Portland. You, I, I mean, you beat Portland for round one. The Western Conference has always been the uh, up and Houston running, was not that up good. and running, up tempo type teams. Where you had the Eastern Conference, they were always the punch in the mouth type of team. That's what it's going to be. That's exactly what this series is going to be. The key is. Can Anthony Davis continue his or just continue his success of being that dominant big time guy? Now Bam is going to be a struggle because he is a great defender. He's very athletic. He can make plays. What do you got? I mean, uh, what do you got for a series? I got the Lakers in six. I, got I can't. The, how can I pick? How can I pick against my team? The team that I has got gotten there. The year that they've had. This is a year that they're supposed to win. Let's win it for Kobe. Let's win it for the Mamba. Let's bring her so, back. Let's bring back another title. Joe, it's gonna be like Cadillac. this. They're gonna be playing. The Heat is on. The Heat is on. And that's what's gonna happen. The Heat are gonna win in seven. Pat Riley's gonna put another. Finals ring on his belt buckle. If you do, if you do, let me in on it because I am with Ted. I have the Heat in seven. The Heat is on, and you know what? They're in Florida. They what the hell does that have to do with anything? They're home. They're home. They're home. I know, and so were the Orlando Magic too. And what the hell did that do? Who cares? Listen. Are the Orlando Magic anywhere as good as the Heat? No, not even close. But they were in Come Orlando. On. You're making it seem like and all listen, home court. I know because that visual fan is going to dictate. It's going to make Joe, a big it's impact. 2020, and the season is going to end in disappointment for Trev again, just like the Yankee season will. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. We Trev. don't want the Yankees. We're all Yankee just fans like here. The Giants Let's relax, season. Joe. We don't need Joe. Close your ears. We don't need. Ted, you know what shocks me? Life. You know what shocks me is he just showed his brilliance of picking this finals, the Heat and the Lakers. And my favorite part was he said I'm was, picking the Heat. He said the, the heat. I just think the heat goes Hold on. as a team. That's because he's a genius now because yep. he said the heat is on, Joe. Get the hell out of here. No, 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 no. I just you? would like to point out, though, that you did say the Giants were going to beat the Niners this week. So. Well, the Lakers are better than the Giants are. The <laughs> Lakers have LeBron James. Joe, we both agreed that the Giants were going to get their rear ends kicked. And they sure did, right? So we're well, geniuses. By the way, listen, Trevor. Hold on. I also did have the NBA Finals back in December, and I picked the that Lakers. That was 2019. But I picked the Lakers to win in six. The Lakers are going to win. Mark it down. Trevor, if you would have told me the Nuggets were going to go down 3-1 twice and come back, then I would have been like, oh, my God, dude, you're good. Are you sure you want to get into another bet with me? 
You sure you want to do that to you? You just got I'm, your. By the way, hold on. Something completely yeah. off topic. Did you look at your fantasy game by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you can't beat me. But you play. I'm him? your. Yeah, I kicked it. I kicked his. I kicked his ass. Kamara and Russell Wilson dominated, baby. Joe, in, you can't. I'm Joe, in, you can't beat me. I'm in three you're leagues like and Yankees. I'm, I'm a like combined zero and nine. Joe, you're like the Yankees. I'm like the Rays. You can't beat me. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're like my kryptonite. I'm your kryptonite. I just think when it comes down to it, the, he had been tested. They are. They, this is a the group that is on a mission, and just like the Lakers are. They're battling. But I think if it comes down to plays, yes, I know LeBron's. Club. Are you betting against LeBron? I am. Why it would be fitting NBA Finals? Good bet. I mean, what's he in the postseason? Three and five. Three and six. Three and six. This is the year of Kobe. Just Three and seven. The, I'm just the saying. The Yankees are going to win. The Yankees are going to win. The Lakers are going to win. The Giants are going to go 13 and three. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to be all happy. Spolster knows exactly what to do. Put it on the bed right now, Joe. <laughs> Wait a minute. And then are the Giants also going to win this weekend? I mean, you oh, you're no, going to are you getting? Aaron Donald's going to break the all-time sacks record in the game. This week. Are you going to get the trifecta where all your teams win? Is that what's going to happen? Giants are not, be- Giants are not beating the Rams. <laughs> no way. There's no way the Giants are beating the Rams. How about this week? How about this week? The Heat clinched this weekend. The Marlins swept the Yankees. The Miami Hurricanes crushed Florida State. Uh, and the Dolphins won on and Thursday the Dolphins night. Won on Thursday night. What? The Heat is on. Yeah, but that was telling you. the past. The Heat. The, 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 on, bro. the Lakers are the Lakers are going to win. This is their time. This is it. We're running through the Western Conference. We're taking out the Heat. We're gonna put a little water on the Heat because the Heat is off. It's over. Cold. It's cold. It's, it's off. The summer is over. We're moving into fall, boys. You know what that means? The hot weather is gone and the cold weather is gone. The gone. spirit in Florida right now can best be described as infectious. Tampa Bay's in the playoffs. The Marlins in the playoffs. The Buccaneers are doing good. The and, Dolphins are one and two. And New York City sports, which is good for them. The U is in the top ten right now. Man, Miami and Florida. Lightning just won the finals last night. Guys, oh my goodness! Guys, relax. Yeah, the Lakers yeah, are winning. The, the Lakers are winning. You guys want to both bet me? Please be a guest. Go ahead, Joe. Let's take LeBron's look at that. in that picture. He just looks defeated. Yeah, he does. Look at Jimmy's like, I got you, bro. Come on, stop. Just stop. Jimmy's got him, bro. Look, he's like, oh, no, here he comes. Where's my side Joe, we'll split this up. We'll split this up for Trev. And then he's going to fight two for – hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so you guys can each have a half a sub. I'll take my three subs already, Joe. Fine. Fine. I'm still waiting, Joe. Yeah. I'm still waiting. Let's do it. Don't do it. You're going to lose again. I'm listen. I'm willing to pay up the subs whenever you want. You let me know. I'll run oh, so some stuff both, down. So we'll hang have, out. You both have the heat in seven. Okay, Friday we'll meet at the Weathersfield uh, Chicken Cutlet Place. Want to go Friday? Weathersfield well, Pizza House. Let's do it. We're gonna have to do a show. No. What do we know? We'll do it from the. We'll do it from the Weathersfield thing parking lot. As I'm meeting my sub. Let's do it. Live from the with the phones. You guys are killing me. You guys should just go. You guys should just. I hang want out that chicken here. parm. You guys should just hang on it. It's cash only. Bro. The heat is on. Yes, it is, Joe. Bye, Joseph. Bye, Joseph. <laughs> Joseph, as always, thanks, big guy. See you guys later. Well, there you that's, go. There's your little entertainment for the day. If anybody's having a bad day, just watch Ted and Joe say the heat is on because the heat is about to be put to sleep, put to rest. The Lakers are winning. 
and six. You guys both said seven. Seven heat. Okay. Who's your finals MVP? Damn it, I didn't ask Joe. I, me, it's, it's either going to be AD or LeBron. If I had to pick, I'm going to go with actually AD. I'm going to say if the, if the if they're going to win, it's going to be because of Bam. So I say either Bam or Gordon Dragic because okay. I think his matchup against Joe, Rondo, you're there. Give us a comment of who you think is going to be your finals MVP as well. Well, <laughs> I love Jimmy the team, though. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buck. I do love Jimmy Buckets. I love the way he plays. I love the way this this series is going to be. Right. I love I love both of these teams. I'm a big fan of both of these teams. So I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see LeBron go for another championship, and I'm excited to see the Lakers hopefully win one for the Mamba. Ladies and gentlemen, we are signing off. Everybody enjoy so much sports going on now. We got MLB postseason starting in just over two hours with the Rays and the Blue Jets. No, the Twins and the Astros started off. And then we got the NBA Finals. Game one starts tomorrow. And then we'll be back to talk some more NFL football. Don't know. The New York Jets might have a new head coach by the end of this week. We'll talk about that right. all by Friday. And we're supposed to be going to get some subs. So maybe you'll see us on Ted's Eats as well. You can follow us, Ted's Eats. Great, great food. Oh, we got to go. Great, great food page. We've yeah, we're going. Lot. We're going. Meet Joe and, and then we'll go. We're going together. We'll meet him finally. We will. We're going to go to meet him. But ladies and gentlemen, we are streaming on all social media platforms, Keys to the City, as well as YouTube at Keys to the City. Give us a like, subscribe to us, and as enjoy our stuff. Thank you. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcast and cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.